0: The College Football Experience Boise State Broncos 2.0 episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W-I-N-N-Bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, make sure to grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. And lastly, we're brought to you by the S G P N app. Yes. Us, the NBA finals free roll contest locks at the end of this week. So make sure you get your entry in for a free shot at winning a thousand dollars. Just enter S G P N in the app store or Google play store and download it today.
1: Hey, what's up? you degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N let it ride baby.
0: Welcome to the College Football Experience Boise State Season Preview 2.0. Oh, yes, two episodes on Boise State. My name is Colby Swinging Danta Base Dan, AKA Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Woo. And I'm joined by my co host, former James Madison Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Oh man. I mean, let's just cue in some Dundee music here. I mean, Boise state 2.0. Why do two episodes on Boise state? Because they're only the winningest college football program in the past 20 years of college
1: football Good reason to do it.
0: How many times can I say college football right there? Patty? C? not
1: enough in my opinion.
0: And then we just got a 12 team playoff. Uh, I mean, I guess it's not finalized, but it's, it's pending. So all of a sudden Boise state, we talked about this before Patty C what could this do to jobs? like a UCF where we just saw Hypo leave the Tennessee and and Malzahn leave Auburn, which is looking like a blessing in disguise right now because Auburn's got to go through LSU and Bama. And if now all of a sudden you have a 12 team playoff and the group of five now, sure, the AAC would over the past few years has been higher rated than the mountain West. I would argue that some of those years, but you're going to see the likes of Boise, Cincinnati, Memphis, Houston, UCF, San Diego state. Oh yeah. Um, You're
1: going to see a lot of teams all this battling level for, for those spots and making the playoff.
0: Well, that's what uh, you wonder what that could do to a Boise state, you know, to, to, their program or something like that. I mean, this program has been very good wins against, I mean, we're going to touch on it in a bit, but it makes some- you
1: uh makes you wonder if Harson. Uh, would have liked to have stayed. Well, I mean, who could have known, who right. could have known that they were going to go to the 12 team I mean, he had, he had listed his reason as you know, he had kind of hit the ceiling with the, with the program he felt like, yeah, you know? And so now the ceiling is opened up for him. Yeah. You
0: know? and, and, and you would think, I know they alluded to it in their initial, uh, uh when, when Pete Thamel broke that story that they want to do, tw- I, they, they mentioned 24 teams down the line. Now I know let's just get to 12, but Um, Baby steps, baby. Yeah, Boise State though. Coming into this year, I like I like the Andy Avalos hire. We're going to talk Boise State football coming up with uh, BJ Rains, yes, beat writer of the Idaho Press and uh, Blue Turf Sports. He's also a three time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year on the college football experience. We're going to talk about that, but let's talk just me and you here, Boise State. This schedule.
1: It's pre- it's pretty daunting. It is. I mean, think about this uh, non-conference schedule at UCF. Now UTAP at home. That's a, that's a cake. Well, hey, at least it's not an FCS. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and Oklahoma state and at BYU. Those are three really good programs right there. Look, everyone's talking Cincinnati.
0: Everyone's talking UCF, maybe even coastal Carolina. Yeah. Are we forgetting about Boise state? Cause when you do the math on who they're bringing back, and Avalos's familiarity with the program. Yeah. I, I can see a team. Don't let them win week, week one in, in Orlando, because then you think, man, I mean, yes, theoretically they could lose that Oklahoma state game, but Oklahoma state lost a lot. Yeah. It's on the Smurf turf. I could totally see them. If they get UCF, I think that's the hardest game of their at a conference. Right? Yeah, because it's in the bounce house. That place is going to be lit. It's opening night, Thursday night college football. Um, then, then you look and I, I kind of like the way the schedule sets up. Uh, I know they got a couple tough road spots, but I mean at
1: BYU, so Kalani Sataki does a great job there. But who who knows if that was a one year blip on the radar though for Kalani? Because and again, that eleven and one season not against their normal schedule. So to think that. That is going to be an unwinnable game uh, they for lost, Boise State.
0: They lost the most production in in all of uh, out of 130 teams. BYU we're talking about, yes, number one. Wow, Boise State returning a ton of production, so yeah. and getting
1: if, uh, their thousand yard back from two years ago back.
0: Yeah, so yeah, and and both quarterbacks healthy. They didn't have them the last BYU game. We'll talk more on that here
1: when BJ Reigns joins us. But uh, now, I, I want to talk about you know I, I always burst in with this recruiting bit here. Uh, they've been very consistent recruiting wise um, for the past five years, 64, 57, 54, 65, and 66. So right there between 54 and 66 for the last five years. But what I've read is that Idaho and in particular uh, Boise, it, Boise, sorry, uh, <laughs> is not really well known by the, 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 the scouts don't go there that often. So there's a lot of uncovered uh, un, undiscovered gems up there. And that might be a, an, an explanation as to why they've, you know, ha- been able to produce pros. And I, I obviously win at a level way above where the recruiting ranking suggests they should be able to. So, uh, you know, maybe there's more talent there. Avalos, like we say, a guy with, you know, program ties, uh, and, played, and played,
0: played, and, played there, has yeah, coached there yeah. for a
1: while. I mean, he's, he's as much, Blue in his blood as anyone else uh, could be. And so, you know, maybe if he's able to give them a recruiting punch, he can get them back up to the level that they were. Who knows if there was a slight step down from Harson, but obviously uh, Peterson got him to uh, 13, 12, 14, 12, 12 wins. Now, Har- uh, Harson got him to, you know, 12 twice, which is pretty darn good, but he was hovering generally in that 11 win per year area where. Peterson was approaching like 13 wins per year. Can Avalos get them back? And are they more like a Utah in, in terms of program quality? And if Utah was playing in the mountain West, what do you figure they would be doing every year?
0: Uh, 12 wins. Yeah. I mean, you saw it when they, their last couple of years, I, I think they were in the mountain West when they played Bama and took down Sabin in the sugar bowl, killed them. Uh, and, and you saw it a couple times with with Urban Meyer. They went undefeated with Alex Smith. So um yeah, I would expect something similar there. And I think Boise, if they did, did transition into the AAC or even the Pac twelve, Pac twelve, I think they'll be fine because yeah. I think also they have one of the best home environments. I think it's a tough place to win. Yeah, and uh they'll be fine. They they they, they they've proven it over twenty years, man. Whether it's Florida State whether it's Georgia, whether it's uh, you know, there's so many schools, Oregon, Oregon state, uh, Washington, oh, they yeah. have proven They've it by beating some big games, yeah. all these schools. Um, well guys, uh, look, we're, we're going to have BJ range. Join us. The uh, I, I touched on this already. The, the, the beat writer for the Idaho press. What's, what's that? I got, I got a little stat here. That'll shock you.
1: What's that? The population of the city of Boise, 225,000. The population of salt Lake city. <laughs> 197,000. So Boise is actually a bigger town than salt. Lake It's a
0: growing city. I've been to Boise. I've been to a Boise state game and I'll tell you this. Yeah. uh, A a lot of Californians are going into Boise or into Idaho in general. And I know they, they, the true, the people from Idaho, they are like, Hey, what's up with all these Californians coming in here and ruining the the price of things, man. I've heard that as well but it is what it is. I mean, that's happened in Texas too, I think. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, excited to talk Boise state football here. We're going to get there right after this, the college football experience is brought to you by win bet. Yes. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the win Las Vegas experience, get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and receive a special offer up to a $500 risk free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W I N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on NBA championship and Stanley Cup futures when you buy directly from other betters on PropSwap. See a ticket you like, but think maybe the price is too high? Well, don't worry. Submit a bid. For a price that you think is fair, then buy it. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time with one click of a button, and PropSwap gives you a suggested price tool to let you know how much your ticket is worth. Perfect example last week, a PropSwap customer purchased a Milwaukee Bucks championship future for $150 when they were down 1 0 against the Nets. Well, then a week later, he resold it for $1,000 after the Bucks won game seven. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to just win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. Think of it like a stock market, but for sports betting. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Just go to Propswap.com or download the Propswap app today. And while you're downloading apps, get that SGPN app. Yes, us, SGPN. That app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. You'll get me, Patty C, NC Nick's picks, all oh, from the touch of a your own little hand on the on the, on the computer there, Patty C. <laughs> the app gives you easy access uh, to all picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. Joining us on the College Football Experience podcast is Boise State beat writer at the Idaho Press and Blue Turf Sports. Uh, I give you BJ Rains. BJ, I appreciate you hopping on and talking Boise State football with
2: us. How you doing? I'm doing great. Always, uh, always fun this time of year, getting geared up for football season. So I appreciate you guys for having me on. Uh,
0: Well, we are certainly thankful. So uh, first things first, uh, I want to get into the team, but all this news of a 12 team playoff, I wonder what the pulse is in, in Boise, essentially what's, what's the feeling around town about having a 12 team playoff, Uh, you know, several of those years, if you go back the past 20 years, Boise would have been in or been right there with contention. If you play that game.
2: Oh, definitely. They love it. I mean, Yeah. I think they would have been in three times in the last 10 years or something like that in, in terms of being in the top 12. So um, yeah, I think it's a uh, huge for schools like Boise state, everybody in Boise's pumped. And that was one of the reasons Brian Harson left for Auburn was he just uh, didn't see a realistic path to, to getting in the playoff and winning a national championship at a school like Boise. So, um, for, for you to go into the season and have a legitimate chance, you you win your conference and you have a legitimate chance or, you know, just win every game and take care of business and be in the top 12. I think for a school like Boise state, um, I think it's just massive. So the fan base is very fired up, and and I know that uh, it's obviously not going to happen for a couple of years, but I think that the players and coaches will be fired up as well.
0: Yeah, I, I've forever lobbied for a larger playoff. So small, so the group of five could have a shot. I mean, I, I've i often with Patty C here compared Boise State to Gonzaga. I was like, look what Gonzaga can do in the basketball front. I know it's a different sport, but just with giving the chance, what recruiting could possibly do? Well,
2: what what's that? Oh, I was just gonna say. Sorry, I just mean that they, they've been in three festivals and they've won all three. So I mean, yeah, you give them a chance, and they they certainly have proven uh, that they can win big games. They beat Georgia down in the Georgia Dome. They beat Virginia Tech when on uh, national TV, uh, you know, in, in FedEx Field or whatever, in front of eighty thousand. So I mean, yeah, I mean it's those were obviously you know most of those games obviously you know six, five, six, seven years ago. But uh, I'm right there with you. I think yeah, you give them a give them a chance and see what happens. There, there's it, it was just kind of ludicrous when you think about it to go into a season and literally have a whole bunch of teams and a whole bunch of conferences that literally have zero chance of making the playoff. And so I just think it was unfair. And I think that certainly puts more emphasis on the regular season for a lot of schools like Boise state. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, every year everyone watches the group of five game against the other team. And then when they beat them, it's usually, Oh, well, the other team like Georgia had nothing to play for or whatever. They've all set all their guys out. I mean, I, I think that there's always these excuses, but the top group of five teams certainly deserve a chance against the big boys. And I think the first Boise state, Oklahoma game is, Proof of that: nobody in their right mind would have ever given Boise State a chance to beat Bob Stoops, Adrian Peterson, Oklahoma. Look at you know, look what they did. So I think it's great for college football. I think it's going to be great for for Cinderella to get a chance, and and I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, y'all, you you and me both. So uh, look, you got uh, a couple months ago. I think there was a story breaking where some emails got leaked about them potentially joining the AAC. Now I wonder. The, is there, uh, is that still a possibility? I know sports illustrated kind of released something saying maybe the three teams from the mountain West could find themselves in the AAC, but kind of went back on it. What, what, what's your take on potentially them joining the AAC?
2: Yeah, I was the one that uncovered that email story. And so Brian Harson certainly didn't send me a Christmas card this year after that all came out. So <laughs> uh, he, he wasn't too happy that that all got leaked. Um, but uh, yeah, I think there's certainly a chance down the road. The problem for Boise state is uh, where do you put the other sports? Um, you know, the, the, both the men's and women's basketball teams are competitive, uh, you know, teams in the top of the mountain West and, and kind of fighting for NCAA tournament spots pretty much every year. And so, um, to all of a sudden have to put them in the big West or a a lower conference makes things really tough. And so I think if it was just a football decision, it might already be done, but it's just not that easy. Uh, I I don't know if all the other sports can, can go to the AAC or if the AAC would even want all the other sports in terms of having to have a Wednesday night conference volleyball game, uh, you know, East Carolina against Boise state. I mean, it just, it, there's a lot of logistics you'd have to figure out. So I think football, it certainly makes sense for them to look bigger and better here in the near future. I think they're holding out hope maybe for a PAC 12 invite for the entire athletics department. Um, that would certainly fit more geographically with them. Um, but I think it right now it comes down to the other sports. If the AC is willing at some point to, to take all the sports. Is that something that is worth it? You know, with the charter flights and the money they'd bring in for Boise state to do, or if this is a football only, what happens to the other, the other sports and is going down a level or down into a potential lower conference, not lower level, but a lower conference worth it, um, with the extra money and exposure you'd get in the football teams.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch. It almost, I almost think now that the 12 team thing is going to be, is seems like it's going that direction. You almost, it might be a blessing in disguise that you're in the mountain West and you're not play. I know the AAC traditionally would get the higher rankings, but there could be a lot more carnage uh, depending on the year, I guess. Cause certain years I do think the mountain West has been better than the AAC, but um, uh, let, let's get to the, 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 actual games here. Cause this off uh, off season, they hire Andy Avalos, former uh, defensive coordinator at Oregon, former defensive coordinator, at Boise played at Boise. Wh- what was your take on that hire? Do you think that was the right man for the job?
2: Yeah, I think it was the obvious uh, fit right along. Um, you know, obviously they, they flirted with Kellen Moore a little bit and talked to him, uh, you know, Boise state uh, legend and, you know, Boy, Kellen Moore is a guy that could come back and run for you know mayor or governor <laughs> in Idaho and would win in a landslide with, you know, it's just crazy how much people love him in Boise. But um, I, I do think that uh, from a football perspective a recruiting perspective, you know, Andy Avalos was a former player at Boise State, a uh, uh, longtime assistant coach at Boise State. And uh, he's, you know, one of those typical guys that, uh, you know, quote unquote, bleeds blue that they like to say. And so he left for two years. Uh, to be the defensive coordinator at Oregon, but, you know, he still helped recruit, you know, over half this roster and and wasn't gone for that long. And so he's a, uh, you know, the players love playing for him. The defenses love playing for him and uh, and he's, you know, a great defensive coordinator. So I think you bring him in as head coach now. And um, it was a, a, a move that, you know, certainly won the press conference, won the, the players uh, you know, so to speak, and, and we'll see what it does on the field. But I think you, you know, if you were going to keep it in house and that's what they really wanted to do, you, you could have done much better at this point.
0: Yeah. And, and their uh, word is they're going air raid. They bring in uh Tim, uh, I'm pronouncing this right. Tim plow. Is that plow or yep, yep. Okay, Tim plow? Tim yep. Uh, from, from UC Davis where Dan Hawkins is at. I believe that was on Chris Peter, Chris Peterson's recommendation. But uh, uh, that's surprising to me because Boise's traditionally been kind of a pro offense. So they're going to be passing the ball more. They got two good quarterbacks. Do we have any idea if there's an edge on who will be the starting quarterback when they play at UCF uh, opening Thursday night, week one?
2: by the way that just gives me chills thinking opening thursday night uh, Boise State UCF on the ESPN that's just going to be oh, a heck man. of a Can't heck wait. of a way to heck of a way to kick off the season i know there's some week 0 games but in terms of like that first weekend that th- couldn't you know for in terms of national exposure that's a great thursday night game um i i think Hank Bachmeyer uh is got the leg up a little bit you know he um after spring he started the, with the number 1 offense in spring ball in the spring game and uh, Andy Avalos said afterwards that it was because he had been slightly better uh, to that point in the spring, they did say that, you know, they're going to have a competition. They're going to go into the summer. Uh, but, you know, in both of Hank Bachmeyer's years, he has won the starting job and been the starter. His problem is he just can't stay on the field. He said uh, his first year as a true freshman. He missed six games uh, for two different injuries. And then last year he got COVID and missed two games, which, you know, is, you know, not really an injury and maybe not even his fault, but he's not been able to play a full season yet. And when he does, he's pretty good. know, I mean, he's 11 and two as a starter and, and they just haven't been able to keep him on the field. So I think, Bachmeyer probably has the edge, but man, Jack Sears, what he did in the one game he got to start at air force uh, 17 for 20, 282 yards and three touchdowns. I and mean, he was amazing. And so he has the better single game performance than, than Bachmeyer probably does, but he's only started the, the one game. He started the next week against BYU and got taken out with a concussion, like in the first quarter. So we didn't get to see what he could have done against BYU. And then they were down to like their fifth string quarterback in that game. So um, I think it's going to be Bachmeyer. I think it's a slight edge to Bachmeyer. but I would suspect that whether it be packages or a play here and there, you'll still see Jack Sears, uh, you know, appear in almost every game. It's a good problem to have.
0: Yeah. That, but <laughs> I, I just did the Clemson podcast where the guy was telling me there's zero depth behind Yuga Lele or, or however you pronounce it. The, the, the new quarterback for Clemson's name. Uh, so this is a great problem to have to have a mid, you know, a mid major essentially with two really good quarterbacks. I hope they were able, cause the, the, what Sears, if he was benched, could he potentially transfer out again? You've seen this on the college football and college basketball landscape now, but let's look at this offense. I mean, they're returning eight starters on offense, and the four or five offensive linemen. You got the running running back George Halani's back. You got the Oregon transfer. What's your expectations in general of this offense going now to an air raid too?
2: Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a thousand yard rusher and Halani. He rushed it as a true freshman and then got hurt last year, but he's supposed to be back. Uh, you know, four returning offensive linemen. Like you said, you bring in the Oregon transfer, which is going to be a big deal. He had 21 rushing touchdowns at his time in Oregon. Um, And then you bring back your top two wide receivers, uh, Khalil Shakir is an NFL guy that could be a, you know, first or second day pick come, uh, um, he's a little undersized, but he's just so dynamic with what he does. So I've heard anywhere from, you know, second or third to fourth round for him. And then you get CT Thomas back due to the extra year of COVID. You weren't expecting to have him back, but you get a, steady 50 catch 600 yard guy that you can rely on on third down. And so um, to have your top two receivers back, um, you you know, you you bring back your, your, the running game looks good. And then you have a quarterback and offensive line. I I think you're um, you know, feeling very, very good about this offense with Tim Plow. They've talked about going no huddle and running up to the line of scrimmage, you know, maybe not quite as fast as the old Oregon offenses, but certainly going with some tempo. They said, maybe not substituting as much, not giving the defense as much time to substitute. So um, we didn't get to see a lot of that in the spring game. As you guys know, they're everyone was all excited to see this new offense. And then they, they basically just huddled and ran pretty basic stuff as to not give much away, I think for, for UCF. So I, what it looks like against UCF, I think it's going to look a lot different than what we saw in the spring, but it um, they, they, you know, Tim plow from everything I've heard is, is a guy that uh, maybe is not as known coming from a UC Davis, but he was a guy that was the finalist for the Baylor offensive coordinator spot a year ago. And is supposed to be just this really young, bright offensive kind of guru. And so now he gets his chance with some big weapons on a big stage and I I'm uh, really intrigued to see what this offense looks like. It's got a chance to be pretty good for a school that as you guys know in the last 20 years leads the nation in scoring.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then and then defensively returning 8 Avalos's forte is defense. He brings in an, an Oregon transfer with him. Uh I mean this the sky's this, the the limit here, right? I know they get a tough schedule with UCF in Orlando and then Oklahoma state and Stillwater, And they're at Provo aside from their mountain West schedule. Um, But what's your, what, what is your realistic expectations with, with wins? I mean, the Vegas is setting that line at nine. I'm all over the over here. I think this is a a 10 and two, 11 and one team. If they can, if, especially if they can go out and get that win week one, I I don't see them losing to, to BYU this year, unless they have another quarterback situation like they had last year.
2: Yeah, and they've had some weird games at BYU. That's one of those things where the records you kind of throw out the window. they they've, it's been weird over there. So I, I would, I, I wouldn't pencil that in as a guaranteed win by any means. But certainly they'll go in on paper as the better team in that game. But um, yeah, you know it's very interesting. They, they, they got the they had eight super seniors come back. They had eight uh, seniors, they called them, you know, whatever they're calling them, super seniors that came back. And a couple of them were on the defensive side of the ball, and they're they're impact players. You're talking about Riley Wimpy, your starting middle linebacker, a multi year starter coming back. And then Kekala Canijo, who was the uh, senior class award winner, whatever they call that uh, big award for, and he's, you know, those are two like captain, you know, multi-year starters, senior type guys that, that you would just, you know, you would have taken one of them back in a heartbeat to get two guys like that. And Canijo's uh, a nickel and can play some safety. I mean, he's a playmaker, I think four or five touchdowns in his career at Boise State. I and mean, that was just a, a huge win better than any recruit that Andy Avalos could have brought in was getting both those guys um, to, to come back. And so, yeah, I think defensively have a chance to be very strong. They bring back their whole defensive line. The one issue is corner. They lost both their starting corners. Avery Williams is a fifth-round pick by the uh, uh, Atlanta Falcons. And then they lost Jalen Walker as well. So they have to shore up at corner. They brought in a couple of uh, transfers, Utah State transfer, a Bowling Green transfer, maybe to fill some spots there. But, yeah, as far as the schedule, people are saying this is one of the toughest schedules Boise State's ever had because you play at – uh UCF, you have Central, uh, you know, as you mentioned, Oklahoma State at home at BYU. You also play at Fresno. You play at uh, San Diego State, although that game's in LA due to them having a new stadium uh, that they're building there. But um overall, yeah, not a lot of cupcakes on the schedule. The Air Force always plays them tough. So um, yeah, Wyoming's supposed to be better. So yeah, there's gonna be no gimmies for Andy Avalos in his first year, but certainly um the potential is there. I mean, you wish the 12 team playoff started this year because then you'd feel much more confident about it, or at least. Ha- would be more fun to see if there was a way they could wedge themselves themselves in there. But um no, I, I think they have a chance to be very good. I think at a minimum, the, uh, now, uh, you know, can't believe you, you, you train for 364 days to play in the Jimmy Kimmel LA bowl. And that <laughs> is now kind of, kind of what they're uh, maybe going for as the uh, top team in the mountain West. And so, um, you know, I, I think there's a, a lot of potential for this year to at least win the league and at least get to a, a big, you know, ABC bowl game like that against the PAC 12. But, uh, I think there's, you know, they they have a chance to be really good this year. There's no doubt.
0: Yeah. And, and look, if we had a 12 team playoff this year, that UCF game would be pretty pretty meaningful out the game for the, for these people that say the regular season is devalued. I would argue completely the opposite BJ Reigns, I thank you so much for hopping on and talking Boise state football with us. Uh, Everyone give BJ a follow on Twitter at BJ rains. That's R a I N S. Um, And, and thank you so much for hopping on and talking Boise state
2: and go Broncos. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Anytime guys. And yeah, maybe they can win a couple games and we can uh, do this again during the season.
0: Heck yeah. Let's go, man. Love take, it. take care and have a wonderful day. Appreciate it. You too, guys. Thank you. Yep. That was awesome. Chatting it up with BJ rains, Boise state. I'm excited. Are you ready for the football season? I am ready Buddy, for the season. Got my juices up a- Thursday night, UCF Boise state. I mean, and my, my boys, East Carolina. Yep. And App State playing at the same time. I think ECU starts a little earlier, but both games are going to be on both TVs. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm getting the popcorn. Oh, you can I'm tell he's excited to too. To go. I mean, what's your what's your take though after that? The Boise State season. You think? I mean, they returned
1: a lot. Well, you know, uh, beyond the the non conference schedule, what he points out, you know, is that yeah, this is a tougher slate than they're probably used to facing because the Mountain West has come up a little bit, and so between a very tough non-conference slate and a, and a harder mountain West. It is, they got a slog in front of them that they're going to have to work for, especially for a first year coach. It's going to be a challenge, but the, the upside, if they're able to get through it is they should be ranked pretty high.
0: Yeah. I think they can make a case against Cincinnati. If they were to drop one of those to to uh, Indiana or Notre Dame. Yeah. We will see as the season shakes out and gets closer. That was awesome. Talking to BJ reigns, give him a follow at BJ reigns. And also guys, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe because we are are breaking down all 130 college football teams. And this is actually our second version of Boise state. Yes, we have a first one out. This is the Boise state 2.0 episode. So uh, make sure you go back, check out the first one, but also check out all the other ones. We got every team in the college football landscape, we will cover on the college football experience. And also make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience feed because Boise state got a pretty good program narrowly missed out on the tournament last year, this year, perhaps they can get in and we will have you covered on the college basketball experience. As we talk college basketball year round there and year round uh, college football here, Uh, me, Patty C NC, Nick, we handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game, been doing it for four years now. And we've never had a losing season independently, never had a losing season also collectively, obviously, but we publish all of our picks on the SGPN app. So download the SGPN app. Uh, all of our picks are free. We're way over 500 on our locks as well. So we're giving you just look. one year. You could say these go, these bozos got lucky five years in or four and a half, I guess five years. Once the se- next season starts, it's, it's at this point, we yeah. know what we're doing. All right. Doubt
1: at your own peril.
0: Yes. We're giving it to you for free. All right, look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review, say some kind things about us. And if you do take a screenshot, with your phone or even a Polaroid, whatever. It could be a disposable camera, Patty C, whatever. Bring it back. We don't discriminate on the photography. All right.
1: That's right. Send us a picture of that Polaroid. Yes. You can. <laughs> in the mail.
0: Yes, exactly. And. Uh, Only Express. <laughs> f- find me on Twitter at the Colby D and uh, show me some way that you've taken that photo or, or left that review and I will send you a college experience t shirt. How about that? And. Uh, Look, at the Colby D, give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. And the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at the SGP Network. Give them all a follow and check out the Slack channel for the Sports Gambling Podcast. A lot of fun stuff going on over there. All right, Patty C, this is the college football experience, Boise State 2.0 style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.